everyone, this is Robert, and this is the Hunting for Birdies podcast. This is Robert here, again, with the Hunting for Birdies podcast. Now, over the last couple of episodes, I've been trying to get my audio quality a little bit better and make sure everything sounds good and looks good and is uh, how I want it. But the biggest thing I've noticed is it's kind of boring to listen to me by myself. I can fully admit that. I'm not the most entertaining person in the world. I can sometimes be fun, but I'm definitely better with a partner. So I have actually brought in a co-host. His name is Trice Ham. Say hey, Trice. What's going on, guys? Trice, would you mind giving everybody a little bit of a background, whether it be your golf? I know you got some cool stuff going on uh, with some of the things you volunteer for and do that. So if you wouldn't mind just giving everybody a little bit of background on yourself so they know that you're not just some quack who doesn't know anything about anything. Well, for the record, I am some quack who doesn't know much about anything. Well, <laughs> I'm Trice, guys. I uh, live down in Houston, Texas. Got a wife, a couple of, couple of young kids, and I've been playing golf uh, second walk. That doesn't make me that good at it. I'm definitely still hunting for birdies, but uh, I love playing, love shopping for equipment, trying to always trying to upgrade the bag, and uh, I've been consuming the uh, the pod and the block for a while, so I'm excited to get to be a part of it. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, so you do some uh, wheelchair basketball too, right? Volunteer to coach the Tier Memorial Herman Hot Wheels down in Houston. It's a high school wheelchair basketball team. And uh, it's, it's a really sport for those of you out here that may not have seen wheelchair basketball. you got to check it out. Super fast pace, uh, very intense sport. Basketball at its purest, I say. It's, it's just a lot of fun. These kids, I coach the high school kids, a lot of them go on to get college scholarships and play and then, and then maybe even play professionally overseas. And we actually just won our third national championship, so that was awesome. And uh, Bobby's a good friend, man. He's come out and seen a lot of games. You guys should look for an opportunity near you to check it out as well. Uh, let's just jump right into it and everything. It's, uh, did you watch players? Absolutely, man. And bit, bits of peace. You know, when Tiger, uh, Tiger TV, yeah. Oh yeah, when Tiger, when Tiger's on, I gotta, I gotta watch. Uh, I, I'll know we'll piss off some uh, of the older listeners, but uh, he's the goat. I'm sorry. No question. It's just, it's no question, and, he, and he's on his way back. So we're about to have some real fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're about to have a new goat, but the same goat. Did you see his stinger on 18 in like round three? That top tracer, just know. brutal. That, um, that's that's yeah 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 no that's that's the old school tiger. That's when you bodies and get hit that stinger. Dude, it's incredible. It, it's it's gonna be like the coolest top tracer you'll ever see. So, have you uh, have you read the book yet? No, I haven't. It's uh it's on my to read list, but. Um, I do a lot of my spare time is writing about golf equipment. I don't know if you've read that blog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you spend a little bit of time on it, yeah. but you've got to read the book. It's it's ridiculous. You got to read it. Yeah, I, I every excerpt I've read, I'm like, well, yeah, it's Tiger. That's kind of what he does. I think it, I think it gave him his edge back. You know, everybody everybody's on his case now for reading the book, so he's back in classic fu Tiger mode, yeah, and so he's gonna start getting birdies again. Webb Simpson absolutely dominated that thing. It was it almost wasn't fun. <laughs> it was too far fun. Yeah, Sunday you're like, well, the Tigers within four, and then Webb was like, yeah, let me drop a couple of birdies right here, and uh, 
make it not interesting anymore. Yeah, then Tiger par 16, and it's it's over. Yeah. You got to you got to make a move on 16. Did you uh, did you happen to see some of Webb Simpson's gear? You know, I didn't see I didn't see much except for the putter stood out, of course, but I didn't see what he was playing. Yeah, it's hard to ignore that arm lock, isn't it? No joke. Yeah, from- looks as, looks as goofy as the uh, old school free throw in basketball. Yeah. But uh, but if if the ball drops, I guess you can look goofy all you want. Yeah, he he did the anti uh, anti shack where he's like, no, I don't want to look stupid. <laughs> it's like I don't care. Pay me my money. Yeah, it was like, you know what? I'll look dumb. I don't care. I just made two point five mil or whatever he got for that. Yeah, I'll I'll arm lock putt for two point five. Yeah. Thou. How about that? I will kick the ball if you want me to. You just say two point five mil. You got to get the ball in the hole. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> Your rules. So uh, something interesting with his equipment. One, it's the first thing I noticed was he was using a 913, uh, 18 degree five wood, which is uh, a little bit older. And a big thing when those came out, I was working at uh, Swanson Golf Center, top 100 club fitter down there in Houston. And uh, the the first thing we noticed when they when they brought them was that they weren't very hot, right? Like the RB, the RBZ at the time, the RBZ Stage Two, uh, Callaway had the X Hot. I don't know if you remember that and the X Hot. Absolutely. Where, um, but the the Titleist just didn't keep up with it. Like everybody else was putting like slots with all this weird stuff in it and making the ball go driver distances, and Titleist was like, "Nah, we're good, we're good." But he's got one in the bag. Now, to that point. You can also see that he doesn't like the Titleist three woods because he's got a 2017 M one or two. He's got a he's got a TaylorMade uh, three wood in his bag, and if you know anything about TaylorMade, ever since they introduced the RBZ, it, they've done nothing but create rockets with their uh, with their fairway woods. So I thought that was kind of interesting. What do you think about that? Well, what so I didn't know that difference. Um, I did know the Titleist. That's a the nine thirteen is old. Why would he stick with it? You think maybe just consistency. Woods are very. If you look through bags on guys on tour, and even even guys who play golf at a decent level, amateur, they usually stick with their three woods and their five woods for a very long time, just because you you get a comfort with it. Like mine is a 2012 model that I've. Every club in my bag has changed over the last two years because I love golf equipment, except for my three wood. I have bought four or five. And nothing beats it. You just get this comfort with it and this familiarity with its ball flight and how far it goes, and then you just tend to like it. I mean, if you remember uh, Stinson a couple of years ago when he won his uh, U.S. Open, maybe it was last year, I can't remember when he won. No, Spieth won last year, so two years ago. When him and Phil went head-to-head, he was using that old Diablo Octane with the Prolaunch Blue Shaft that he was just launching, and, and they keep trying to put him in the new one and they had him in it they had him in it for about a week and he went back you can just tell he loves that thing so it's 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 kind of weird that uh golfers love their i don't want to say golfers love their wood because that's kind of a weird weird little thing to say but he uh you just have a familiarity with it and it does what you want to and you're not always looking for distance if you hit it high enough where you know you can hit it far and high, and it'll land soft on those short par fives. It's a, it, it really is a comfort thing. So that was sure. that was pretty interesting. 
Are a lot of these guys still carrying five woods? I didn't think that was that common anymore. Um, you don't really see them a lot. Normally, they'll go hybrid or even the driving iron. Um, this, it really depends on course conditions. But again, I think he's been playing that thing since 2012, 2013 when it came out. And I think he just likes it. And it's one of those things where you build the clubs around the club that you like. Right? Like if you got the if you got a driver or a three wood that you love, you make all the other clubs around it go the distance they need to to make sure that that club still works. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I wrote I wrote on uh, on the May fourteenth edition. It's today when we're recording, but when it'll post, this will probably be Wednesday. So a couple of days ago, I posted about a security blanket. Everybody has one. I mean, kids have their security blanket. Everybody. Um, uh, Adam Scott went back to his golf version of it. He brought out the 910 uh, driver for the Players Championship. So it was. That's not something you see every day, right? No doubt. So I mean, he went back eight years before we <laughs> went super crazy, but it's generally regarded as one of the better uh, drivers ever. So. What's your What's your security blanket? I have a uh, Adam Super Speedline LS. Um, when I bought it, I, I liked it. I liked the way it looked, and it was 30 bucks. And then I took a peek at the shaft, and it said not for resale, so it's got like a tour issue shaft in it. Um, so I, it, I can hit it as far as I hit my driver when I hit it well. Problem is hitting it well, you know? Right. How about you? Do you got one? Yeah, I've still got a you're, – you're going to crack up at how old this is. I've still got a Cleveland Launcher 1 Hybrid. That I, I just, dude, if, if I'm in trouble, I gotta, you know, I gotta put the thing 200 yards down there in the trees, whatever. I can shape the shot any way I want. I can, I can sting it. I can hit it high. I can't get rid of that club. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got one. It's, it's absurd. Some people have, I've seen guys with, uh, with wedges that are like beat the hell. They have, you know, they're not able to do anything. But for some reason, they just keep playing that 52 degree wedge. It's the oddest thing. You got you to go with what you're comfortable with, right? Golf's yeah. a mental game. No, golf is the biggest mental game there is. So, speaking of mental games, the hardest part for me to handle mentally is definitely putting. Um, I know a lot of guys struggle with it, and you can tell um, Webb Simpson struggled with it. I mean, he went from belly putting to to um, or no, he wasn't a belly putter. He went long putter to belly putter to short putter. To the arm lock putter that we saw him win with that once they once they banned that long putter so uh, there actually is somebody who's trying to do something about your putter and that's barney adams i don't know if you recognize that name trice i'm not familiar man hit me with it he is the guy who created adams golf which i'm sure you are familiar with absolutely yeah he's uh you know adams barney adams it's it makes sense but uh, the, the- the first set of irons I ever bought, Barney Adams. There you okay. are. Okay, very nice, very nice. So uh, he got bought out by TaylorMade, and Adams was really well known on the senior tour. But anyways, uh, he got bought out by TaylorMade, and so he's ready to do his next thing. And the next thing is something he calls the stability shaft. It's a putter shaft that has like a bunch of carbon fiber around the top of it. It doesn't taper, and then at the bottom, it's got some steel for stability. But that top part also creates stability. Now, the reason why they're doing this is because putters now, the heads have gotten so heavy, especially those big mallet putters, you know, like the red spider that you see 
uh, Dustin John or not Dustin John, Jason Day, and those guys use. You know the one I'm talking about. Absolutely. Right, so what uh, Barney is saying is that this shaft is there's been no changes in the steel shaft that we use for putters, and so what he's doing. And so the weight of that head makes the shaft play a little bit softer. And so you lose some control if you don't have the right flex shaft on your putter. So he's kind of created this, and he's got some statistics that show that, you know, golfers think it feels more um, stable, and they hit it a little bit better. The big caveat with all that, though, is the price tag. Venture to guess what a putter shaft costs, Tyson. Uh, eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. Um, you can keep going up. Up these for the shaft for a putter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this does not include the putter head. Um, it's two hundred dollars. So holy smokes. Yeah, yeah. So imagine you get your brand new Jason Day putter, the Red Spider, and you're super happy, and it's three hundred dollars, and then you have to go tell your wife that. $200 Listen, if uh, if you're going to do this, just don't tell your wife. Yeah, that's probably, that's <laughs> probably the problem. But the, the problem is my wife will ask. So you got you to hide it. See, my wife doesn't know my bag, so she can't, she can't catch me, Bobby. You got you to gotta get, get a little slick with this. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm neurotic about my golf club, <laughs> so I have... I clean my golf bag once a week, and so... Well, you also write about what's in your bag for the whole world to read, so it's kind of hard to get a Okay, but here's the thing. I, we got to get it past the wife. you got to worry about the budget. Is it worth it? That's the question. Is it worth 200 bucks? I mean, no. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, maybe for somebody it is. I think they got some uh, They got some tour guys playing it. Um, who was it? I want to say like Justin Rhodes is playing it out on tour. And one, he's probably not paying two hundred dollars for it. Fair. And two, if I had a putt that was the difference between one hundred and fifty thousand and a hundred thousand dollars, you're dang right. I would be using a two hundred dollar putter shaft if it could make me that help me make that putt. Absolutely. I think I think my favorite part of the story on it though, and some of the talking points that they're throwing out, is uh, the fact that they are. Um, they're saying it improves your launch angle and which which does make sense for putters you got to make sure your loft's right if you're launching it too high as you know as crazy as that sounds you'll end up get a bouncing no okay you'll get bouncing it's not what you want but my favorite part the absolute best part is the smash factor <laughs> what so we bought a driver or a putter yeah I, they're like you get a higher smash factor I'm like oh okay. Thanks. <laughs> They've never seen me putt. That's a that's a negative. Yeah, I've I've got too many putts going twenty five foot past the cup. Anyways, I don't need more smash factor. Yeah, I need it to not go that. It, it that's just absurd to me. Oh, thanks. What? It's not like I'm hitting the center of the putter face, anyways. Right. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing: what? if I had the two hundred dollar shaft that was more stable, maybe maybe I'd you would. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, if you're Listen, I'm not a guy that's going to spend 200 bucks on a putter. Period. Much less 200 bucks on a putter shaft. But if you're a guy that's going to go out and spend 500 bucks on a driver, uh, and this is going to make your game better, it might be worth looking into the 200 bucks on a putter shaft. Yeah, 
if you're dropping that kind of money on equipment, we, we lose more strokes, especially amateur golfers. We lose more strokes on the green than off the tee. So, I mean, if, if you're the kind of person that's going to drop that sort of money on equipment, I think it'd be worth at least trying it out, seeing how it feels. Are they going to have it, you know, is this going to be something you can run down to Golfsmith and, and check it out, or how's this thing going to go? One, mad props for using Golfsmith, even though they've been closed for like two Well, you know, they're, they're, they're still the gold standard, regardless of being out of business. Give me a break here, Bob. I do all my golf shopping online here. And, and, and number two, um, of course not. Um, it would be because one, what what store is just going to bring in a demo of this two hundred dollar putter shaft? Put it on one putter, like are they going to put That's it? That's fair because you can't try it on the greens. That makes sense. Then, yeah. Yeah, this is a terrible idea. Come on, yeah, Barney. Yeah. Get back. Get back to making senior tour clubs. Yeah. Which my three would my my blanket is a uh, Adams, so I, I like Adams. But yeah, it just it doesn't seem like it's really. It's definitely going to be like a tour thing, and then it's going to be like guys who have more money than God, right? Fair enough. Hang on, if I did, who knows? I might buy the shaft. Give him a break. If I had unlimited money, like if I won the lottery on Saturday, then yeah, I'd probably buy this just to give it a go. But yeah, no, I'm not. And then, like to your point of if you're dropping five hundred dollars on a driver, why not try the the putter shaft? I, I agree with you to a point, but it's so much more fun to hit a $500 driver. Amen. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Just, at the end of the day, how I play golf is I'm here to have some fun. So, And gripping and ripping is the most fun thing you can do. No question. Sure. Chick dig the long ball. Look, if I'm playing from the front tees, my wife is not married to me still. All right. <laughs> just being honest. All right. So, <laughs> so let me have you. So another crazy thing that kind of came out in the realm of things that cost too much money but may actually be worth it if you think about it. Um, did you see? I, I think I sent you this link and told you to like take a look at it. Did you see the Bridgestones new Tour B ADF package? Yeah, the the box set, hey, one stop hey, shop. Hey hey hey! Don't call it a box set. Bridgestones will be mad. <laughs> Sorry, Bridgestone. Look, it, okay, so let's break this down real quick, what it is. So we all know about box sets and beginner sets. This is certainly not that, but it is that, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So for the people who don't know, let's go over what's in it. Um, Bridgestone, which is uh, the people you see shooting arrows into tires at uh, – at NHL <laughs> uh, hockey games, which I'm in, I'm implying that people watch NHL. So that's kind of a problem. Uh, anyways, it comes. Which side note? I play Bridgestone irons. Just gonna throw that out there. So um, it comes with the Tour B XD5 driver, which probably means nothing to anyone actually listening to this. But it does come with a Project X hazardous red shaft which is actually a pretty good shaft that gets used in a lot of uh, bigger-name OEMs. Uh, then they are going to bring the matching fairway wood, so you get the three wood with the hazardous red. Then they're going to give you the uh, two hybrid, the Tour B XDH2 hybrid. Uh, what's cool about that one is you get the pretty expensive KBS Tour prototype hybrid shaft. Um, then... I think it's a little weird, but they give you a three and four driving iron, 
which also comes with that KBS Tour prototype. And then where it gets really interesting is they're including some forged irons in this, and that's going to go five through pitching wedge with KBS. Um, they're technically called S taper, but it's a dollar sign taper shafts. Uh, and then you're getting some wedges in black oxide, so they look slick. Those will also have the S taper shafts. Then you get a bag and a pretty nice bag boy travel bag with a stiff arm. So it's actually pretty sweet. It's a nice little setup. Here's the catch throw choice. It's $2,800. That's it? Yeah, that's it. But <laughs> what I will say is it's a good deal if you were going to buy all of those clubs. Does that make sense? Yeah, I went, I went and marked it out. It, it looks like you'd save like 700 bucks. It would be 3500 if you were going to buy all these pieces individually. Yeah, and, and here's the other thing. These clubs are really good. Like these two are B irons. I would game those in a heartbeat, right? You know, if you read the blog, um, I've been a big proponent of the Wilson C300 Forged because um, it gives you the game improvement feel while also giving – or game improvement technology while giving you that uh, forged feel. And a lot of places I'm reading are actually saying that these play like those C300. So you're getting a great set of irons. Um and like I said, I play Bridgestone irons, so I can vouch for their quality. They're, they're absolutely beautiful clubs. They feel great. They perform well. So it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty good deal. And the, it, it's nice that they're not using some cheapo shafts either, right? That, that, project, that uh, project X Hazardous Red Shaft is a, it's a high-launching shaft, but it's a, if you were to try and buy it somewhere, you're looking – 150, 200 bucks for it, um, and you're getting two of those. You, the prototype graphite shafts, the two are prototypes, which I don't really know why they call them prototypes anymore. They release them to everybody. Are uh, th that's a really good graphite graphite shaft for your for your uh, hybrid and your driving irons. The, the S taper shafts are also great shafts from KBS, so I I don't really see a problem with this. Uh, the only problem is the $2,800 price tag. I think the person who's going to buy a complete set like this is probably not looking to spend $2,800. And the guy looking to spend $2,800 on his set of golf clubs probably isn't looking to have everything already constructed for him. He's probably going to go get fit. You know what I mean? Right. That's that's what I was going to say. My my only issue – I mean you're going to – if you're just in a hurry to – spend $2,800 and be able to have a top-of-the-line set, by all means, have the convenience of it. But if you're going to spend that much money, you're, you're going to want some um, some flexibility, some conformability. You're going to want to be able to have things that fit you perfectly. So my issue with the set is the same thing as my issue with the driver in this set. is It's not adjustable, right? Like for $2,800, how, how's the driver not adjustable? They've got um, you know a, a draw favorite uh, adjustable driver in the same model, don't they, as the one they threw in the set. So it's it's the same thing. It's just very stiff to me. If I'm going to spend that much money, I want to customize it. So yeah, I mean, I mean, if you were to put together a set like we said, it's thirty five hundred bucks. But if I'm going to drop three grand on a set of clubs, I'm going to go get shafts that I know work for me, not a guess. Um, I'm going to go get a, a nicer driver um, than this. This is a very nice driver. It's got some adjustability with the weights, but overall, it. I mean, it, you can't adjust the loft. You can't do anything like that. The driver's offered in only two lofts, 
So I think that's kind of weird as well. That's a nine and a half and a ten and a half. And then you can get it in like a regular or stiff flex. And you're like, if I'm dropping that kind of money, I want to be able to to work and be fit how I want. You know what I mean? For sure. And, just, and, and that's where I think Bridgestone's really kind of missing the market here. Is there the people who would want this are going to just go get fit or they're not going to spend that much. I don't see the the only market I see and it could be the market they're targeting targeting are uh, like businessmen who travel a lot because it does come with that travel bag and that stiff arm. Sure. So I, I could see it benefiting that. The one thing I do want out of this set is that Bridgestone bag. I don't know if you saw the picture of it. Oh, it's slick. It, dude, that thing's awesome. And again, I play Bridgestone irons. I want that bag, but I'm not going to drop $2,800 for it. Did you also notice one thing that's uh, missing from the set? I did not. What did I miss? There's no putter. Are you kidding me? There's no putter. <laughs> well, listen, it's because they knew that Barney had a $200 shaft that you were going to want to pick up yeah. after the 2800 That just makes it three grand even. And then just, you know, the shaft is all that matters. You can throw it on whatever old putter head you got lying around in the garage. Just go grab a... Uh like an old Wilson somewhere. But yeah, go to Academy, get you a new Wilson for nineteen bucks. Put the two hundred dollar shaft on. Yeah. Could you imagine? You know what? You know what? That guy would probably beat me. <laughs> like, let's just be honest. That guy's probably whipping my butt. So, and then I'm pissed off because I spent more on. Actually, no, he spent more because he spent like three grand. I don't. I don't pay three. Hey, but but he could have spent thirty seven hundred. You know. All right, so that's going to lead me to the next point, the uh, the bag and the whole box set. What was your first set? First set, I uh, learned to play golf with a probably at the time 30-year-old set of Ben Hogan blades out of my dad's garage. So if you can learn how to hit a set of 30-year-old blades, uh, you can learn how to hit anything. So it was a great, uh, it was a great starter set. <laughs> Were the woods wood? I did. I had a not not all of them, but I had a wooden four wood that I actually loved for a long time. I really enjoyed hitting it. Dude, they feel great when you hit one really well. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. That's where I kind of wish I would have picked up golf earlier in my life because I, I started playing. I started playing my senior year of high school, right? Like, so I didn't have those experiences where you go to your dad's group. You know, and he's got old Wilson blades or something like that. I didn't have that. Like, I started, um, my first set was actually a box set. So, um, it was the Wilson Tour RX set from Sports Authority. Nice. It came with a driver, a three-wood, a hybrid. There was no number on the hybrid. It was just, just a hybrid. Yeah, it just said hybrid on it. Um, so, you know, who knows. Um, then it was four through pitching wedge. Then it had a wedge, a sand wedge, and a Dyna Balance putter. Strong. I was now, that, I, I was that's the putter head you need to find to put the $200 shaft in. <laughs> see, see, exactly. I, uh, the funny thing was, my dad and I went to go play, this was a couple of years ago, and I saw it in his bag, and I was like, one, why did <laughs> And two, why are you hitting that? And three, I will give you a putter that's better than that. Like, I will just, I will go to Goodwill and find you one. 
<laughs> that's that's how you know your butter's bad. If I can find you a better one at Goodwill, right? Any Goodwill, okay. right now. Okay. Okay. To be fair, I just went to Goodwill last week, and I found a yes. I think it's called like a Nikki putter or something like that. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'll pick this up for five bucks. Whatever. I'll go roll it around and see if I like it. Also, side note, yes, another Barney Adams thing. So there you go. Is it? Okay. There you go. Yes was bought by Adams. I don't know if they. There you go, Barney. I picked it up and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I just wanted to hit it. And I was like, five bucks, five bucks. I actually uh, came home, looked at it on eBay, and I literally sold it for $75 yesterday. It was a great deal. How do you always pull this off? I've never been to Goodwill and seen anything that wasn't a busted up Wilson. Yeah, I don't know. And, and you find these deals. Yeah. I hate Anyways, back to, our, back to our box set discussion. Sorry. So I actually started with the box set. So... I know how box sets can be and if they're good or if they're bad or anything like that. So um, if you were starting new at Golf Trice and you had $250 to go buy you a set, what's your first move? Well, my first move is to go to huntingforbirdies.com. Check out the blog post about uh, the best deals you can get on used clubs. But but no, in all, I mean, in all seriousness – I would look for some advice online. I would come to us first, but I'd be buying used clubs for for a limited budget. You can get so much more for your money if you're willing to go three, four, five years old. And uh, and a five year old used club is going to give you so much more bang for your buck than a new crappy box set from Academy or wherever. Yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to argue with that. Um, I think where where box sets are good is because they're, they're good for the guys who are going to go play there. There are two scrambles with their work every year, you know. Sure. I think I think they do have a place, but I think if you want to take the game even slightly serious, something four or five years old is going to be is going to be better for you overall than if you just go buy all all Wilson sets right from from Academy or Sports Authority or wherever you're buying your golf clubs. Um, I mean. You can find a R7, which is 10 years old, but still an incredible, incredible driver. You can find that for 20 bucks, right? Why, why would you not do that? Um, I mean, you can, you can go to places like Global Golf. You can go to Dallas Golf. You can go Three Balls Golf. These are all great places to go. I mean, I'm looking right now at Global, and I can see uh, Tommy Armour 845Ss. Um, yeah, they're older. They're from the 80s. But that's one of the best irons ever made, right? And it's fifty bucks. Strong. That, that's gonna that. It, will it look as sexy as you know having an all Wilson bag with all the stuff? I mean, probably not. But also, if you show up with an all Wilson bag, everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, no, that guy has no idea what he's doing." <laughs> no question. But you can drop twenty eight hundred, and everybody will think you know what you're doing that's until you get on the first tee. That's true. That is very true. It's a yeah, no, you're right. So I, I think I think there's a lot of I mean on global right now you can get the Apex plus irons for seventy dollars. Why why would you not do that when you can get that, a driver, a wedge, and a cool putter for your two hundred and fifty dollars, right? They don't always and you have a choice of the shaft in these Ben Hogan's, right? You can get a stiff shaft, you can get a regular, you can get an X, you can get whatever you want. You know what I mean? For sure. Whereas that that box set's going to be a, a Uniflex 
So um, how they like to describe uniflexes is um, the harder you swing, the stiffer it gets, which literally makes no sense. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, just I, like I'm not buying the box set. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, overall, I think box sets have a, have a place, but if you want to be any kind of any kind of decent golfer, or you wanna you wanna take the game a little serious, you don't just wanna go out there and have ten beers by nine holes and go about your business. Then, if if that's what you wanna do, then by all means, pay one hundred and fifty dollars. Who cares if you suck, right? Sure. So that's that's kind of my thought on it. So, um, there's there's plenty of deals to be had on the internet if you if you know where to look and and there are plenty of places to find them um, you can find them all over the place just type in good golf club deal use golf clubs and, and you'll find them and even better yet um, if you get a question about used clubs I'd be willing to bet you could reach out to the two of us at hunting for birdies and we'd be happy to help uh, where can you get us we got Twitter right we got Twitter we got Instagram we got Facebook and if you send me an email, it goes right to my email account. I get a notification while I'm at my full-time job. Uh, so what's what's the Twitter at Hunting for Birdies? It's H uh, N T I N G because Hunting for Birdies was too much. So it's H N T I N G, the number four birdies. That's awesome. Really complicated. I'm sorry, but <laughs> blame Twitter. Don't blame me. We hate you, Twitter. <laughs> don't speak for me. Don't put words in my mouth. So there's there's plenty of places to find it. And like Tri said, you can always ask me. I'll uh, I'll answer it pretty quick. I hope, um, unless I'm actually working. So there is that. So one thing uh, we kind of want to do is help you guys find good deals when they pop up. Um, this was actually a great idea brought by Trice. Um, so thanks to Trice on this one. So we're going to call this the deal of the week or the deal of the podcast, um, however however often we decide to do it. But um, the, this week it is um, from our friends at Dallas Golf. Dallas Golf is actually headquartered here in Dallas where I am. Trice is in Houston, but I'm in Dallas. And it is um, – they're offering they're, – they're known for uh, their graphite shafts. So if you want to upgrade your shaft in your driver or you want to upgrade the shaft in your uh, fairway wood or anything like that, they're actually really good at that. And what they do is they install the tip and a grip for you, and that's all built into the price of the shaft, which is nice so you don't have to try and find a tip or anything like that. I don't know if you've ever tried to find one of those adjustable tip strikes, but it is hard to do. I, uh, I always leave that up to you, man. Oh, good, good, good. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad. So uh, Dallas Golf actually has their Fujikara EXS shaft for 49 bucks and like I said that includes the the uh, the tip and the uh, the grip so they got like seven or eight different grips you can choose from and 49 bucks plus shipping is an incredible deal for that so when they first came out they were actually hundred and fifty dollars so um, they're a couple of years old but you're gonna get good performance with it and if you're playing a stock shaft that you weren't exactly fit for Take a look at the EXS. Go to Dallas Golf's website, dallasgolf.com, and you can actually look, and they'll give you all the flight characteristics. Type in Fujikara EXS and figure out which one's the best for you. 
and uh, what kind of flight you're looking for. And for 49 bucks, you can give it a try. And uh, if you if you are feeling really adventurous, you can buy four of them and put one of them in your putter. I don't know. <laughs> and you'll save plenty of money. So um, don't be afraid to to try it. I mean, it's one round of golf, which if you think about it, actually isn't too bad. Especially if it means you're hitting more fairways and you're hitting it further. I when I first saw this uh, when I first saw this deal, I actually was tempted to buy it for myself. So. I, I didn't because um, I just would rather spend my money on putters. So well, I'm saving up for the box set, so I can't afford. That makes sense. And, and please quit calling it a box set. <laughs> Sorry, Bridgestone. Yeah, I apologize to Bridgestone. Please be nice to Bridgestone. Bobby's gonna fire me. Don't worry. <laughs> no, probably not. Can you get fired from a volunteer position? Yes. Yes, you can. Just checking, just checking. So uh, this week, so that was our deal of the week. So this week, uh, the PGA Tour moves to uh, Dallas. They're coming out to the brand-new Trinity Forest Golf Club, which, no, I haven't been out to. Yes, it is very private. No, I cannot play it. Um, but You're not a member yet? Shame on me, right? Uh, I spend all my money on golf clubs and. Twenty-eight hundred dollar box right. sets for Bridgestone and two hundred dollar putter. And I'll call it a box set. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, so it's a very link style course. Um, it's beautiful. I don't know if you've seen pictures, Trice. Have you? I have not, but I'm excited to see it this weekend. Dude, it's awesome. I uh, I hope to get out there this weekend. We had some family stuff happen, but I uh, I hope to get out there and really, really get some cool pictures of it. My goal. If I'm being honest, I, I really I care about the tournament, but I don't really care about the tournament. I just want to see this course. And so I really want to get out there, start at hole one on the tee box, and just walk all 18. Just follow a group and walk, just walk all 18 and see how see how they see how they play. So, anyways, um, you got any thoughts on who you think might win this week? Well, if you're going to follow a group, you got to follow uh, Tommy Two Gloves. Are you a big Bray guy? Tommy Two Gloves made the field after a couple of guys dropped out. So if you're going to follow a group, make sure you do it on Thursday or Friday because he probably won't be there Saturday. But uh, you, can, you can follow him around. Uh, who you got to win? Well, I mean, you'd probably be foolish to pick against Jordan, right? It's hometown hometown favorite. But but uh, I, I actually like Adam Scott this weekend, man. He needs yeah. it. He, he needs it to uh, not have to go through qualifying for the U.S. Open. Yeah. Uh, and he's proven time and again when he needs a – a big dub, he usually comes through. So I like Adam Scott to be uh, at least in contention this weekend. That dude is pretty clutch. And, uh, and he just went back to uh, the uh, comfort zone, right, with his driver? So he's got to be getting in. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, he finished, what, T11 at the players? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah, I am actually not going to go against Jordan Speed, and I'm going to take Jordan Speed. Smart man. Not even, not even for the hometown thing, but um, – there isn't a tree on the entire facility out there. That's impressive. So it is going to be, one, the course is built in the largest urban forest in the world, or like in the country, world universe thing. And they somehow got rid of every single tree, which is super impressive. Also, its name is Trinity Forest, and there's not a tree on the entire facility. They were going for the uh, sarcastic irony. Yeah, so, um, but 
I don't know if you've ever played golf here in Dallas, but that was a rude awakening for me when I moved up here is how windy this place is. And Jordan grew up here, and he knows how to play in the wind. He won the British Open last year, so it's hard for me not to take him. Yeah, he's definitely the favorite. I just you know didn't want to be boring Homer Jordan picker, but you know whatever, just do your thing, buddy. No, I certainly will. <laughs> I'd rather be boring and right than exciting and wrong. See, and that's what makes us different. Okay, that's fair. All right. Hey, long long shot this week. Look out for Morgan Hoffman. He's been playing good. He has been playing well. He has really been playing well. It's he's like sixty five to one this week, and he's seven grand on DraftKings, and he's going to have a, a top ten. Mark my words. Tries calling his shot on the DraftKings. I like it. I like it. So, uh, speaking of DraftKings, did you hear the awesome news that came down today? Absolutely. We just got you know write your senator, call your senator. We need Texas. To legalize gambling, call your local state senator, call the governor. This is the most important thing that's happened this century. You guys have got to get on this political activism. All right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what we we need to like? Uh, yeah. No. I, this is incredible for me. I was the news came down, and I work at an office. I work I work at a sporting goods place, so we uh, we sell sports and recreation equipment. And I kid you not. That news came down, and you heard every single phone vibrate with the ESPN notification. It, it, the ESPN notifications come in, and you can tell when something <laughs> happens with any of the Dallas teams, because that's everybody up here. Right. Uh, like when Witten retired, like it, it just took the wind right out of the place, huh? But today, that news came down, and everybody stood up. There were like 15 <laughs> heads just like, did you see? Was there just a rush of wind from all the fist pumps? You could just... You just feel it going through the building. We were all just like, we were all just like, ah, oh, so now we don't have to use Bavada anymore. <laughs> I, told, I told people I was We don't like, have to hide. Yeah, I told people, I was like, it's not really changing anything for me. It's not like I wasn't doing it before. Uh, have you ever been in a sports book? No, it is. Like the Vegas sports book? See, no. see, I haven't either. So I need one, I need one here. I want to go watch a game with a bunch of other guys that have way too much money riding on it. Henderson, Nevada. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but you can like take a plane there and it drops you off and it's super cheap because they just want you to go and blow all your money. And my dad and his friend and my mom and other couples go. And my dad and his friend will just sit in the sports book at the at the video poker, playing video poker so they get free drinks. Strong. And it'll play like a dollar an hour. I like it. It's just fold everything. Yeah, just fold whatever. Fold, fold everything that's not pocket aces. Yeah, exactly. Just play for your nickel blind. Yeah, exactly. So we'll. Uh, so yeah, I like the uh, I like the I like the DraftKings reference there. Sorry to sorry to go off on that tangent. So anyways, um, just a heads up of what's coming up on the blog this week. I do have this will obviously be posted. Um, so that'll be that'll be one day. But also be on the lookout. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll see what happened with this with the uh, family emergency if i am able to get out to the nelson expect some pictures i'm trying to get out there on wednesday so i can get bags and take my camera and really photograph equipment um if you guys are like me you, you care about the guys on tour and you want to watch them do well and that kind of stuff and it's cool to watch them swing but i'm really there for the clubs um so i'm going to try to get out there last year i was able to get out there on tuesday but they don't have it open to the public on tuesday and they denied my media credentials, so whatever. And uh, so I'm going to get out there, take some pictures, and uh, hopefully the tour trucks are still there. 
Normally they leave on Wednesday, maybe Tuesday. But get a get a couple of cool pictures of the tour truck. I'm gonna try to see if I can talk to some people in the media departments and see if I can get on the tour truck. No promises on that though. So be on the lookout for that. That's gonna be the big thing. Um, then we'll just have some other cool stories of things that happen. It's it's kind of funny. It probably once a week at least one story comes down. Um, somebody releases something. Somebody says something stupid. So um, be on the lookout for that Friday. If not, I'll have a fun little story and we'll uh, we'll have some fun with it. Love it. Can't wait to see it. How was your first episode, Chuck? So much fun. Can't wait to be back. Awesome. Awesome. We'll uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.